This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wayne Grant Holy Land's I-70 Football Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Hey, man. How's it going, man? It's another day. Another day, another dollar. But I'm not really getting no money <laughs> because betting sucks. Oh, man. It, it, it'd be nice if it be. That's the, that's the whole game of betting. It's definitely a risk. I don't know why people do it. I'm, I'm telling you, I, and it's crazy because like I don't get I don't get why people do sports betting, but I will go to a casino and play blackjack. And yeah, black, uh, is blackjack twenty one? Yeah, I play that. I don't know that I'd win any money, but I play that. Sports betting's crazy. I don't like losing money. Nope. As soon as these free bets are done, they're gonna see me like once every two or three months. Because if I'm not making no money on the free bets, I'm definitely not making I'm no money great. on no real bets. I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably won't bet ever again after the Super Bowl. Mm. I because I'm 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 better with football than I am with basketball. Even though like with basketball, I do like little stuff and then get a few hundred dollars. That's 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 the that's where it's at with basketball. But honestly, I think after the Super Bowl, you might not ever see me do it again unless somebody got too many and just wanted me to help. Yeah, I might do it here or there because just with college football specifically, mm. there are just some like really, really, really stupid things that it's like, come on now. Yeah, like you like this is gonna happen. Like they be like Ohio State plus twenty over Rutgers, and it's like. 
they're gonna beat them by thirty five. Like I take me a little thirty dollars. Like you know that that'll right. give me a little something, something. That's but fair. I'm not gonna do it often because once it's for my real money, I can't do it because I'd be stressing and it's not fun. I've seen people talk about it makes the game funner. No, it doesn't. I don't no, know it doesn't. About, I don't, as long because, as the money's free, like as long as it's not your money, then I can see what people are talking about. But as soon as it's mine, I. Mm-mm. It definitely here's the thing, it definitely in my opinion it don't make the game funner. I had Miles Sanders needing a touchdown, and they gave the ball to Boston Scott. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck Boston Scott is. You think that was fun for me? <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I had him. I had him going under uh, seventy five rushing yards. Dude got angry. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like this. It, it's it's not. Sick. It's not. Yeah. If you if you're having fun, you're a sick person. Respectfully, um, <laughs> I'm, as long as I'm I'm having a little bit of fun, just because it's free money. As soon as there's no, well, yeah, free money, yeah, but I, I'm not having fun anymore. I just don't. I don't think it makes the f- games fun to watch. Nah, because like when they like it just it's because okay. So like for example, they only mo- not everyone right Kelsey different places whatever right. but like most of these teams don't even think about their tight end and then as soon as they get to the playoffs everybody using their tight ends right Dalton, what, like, Dalton, Schultz, what, Dalton Schultz has three tight three touchdowns in the past two games like come on bro are yeah. you fucking and then and then but if you bet him next week he's not gonna touch the ball he might even, he might get two catches for like six he's not gonna He's not gonna touch the ball, bro. Yeah. So it's just I'm not I'm not having fun. I'm well that's I'm having fun with free money. I don't think it makes watching the games fun. Nah. Because it's just like as soon as they get into the red zone and it's like, oh, this is easy for this player, this is easy for that player. They just don't don't do it. So it's crazy. Anyway, y'all are not here for our betting advice. <laughs> if you're taking betting advice from me. Yeah, you're definitely a sick, sick yeah. individual. Always, there always. Is, if you're gonna bet basketball, I'll tell you that. Always bet on like the superstar to probably get over ten points. Like you're probably you can bet it. on that. Oh yeah, I do same day or same day parlays, so I make my own leg. Hold on, let me go bet LeBron to get ten points right now. That's got to be the easiest bet in, yeah. in history. And the thing you, is that, but do you make any money off of that? If you stack them, if you stack other bets with it so like you could do lebron gets over you could do lebron gets 10 plus and then you could do 15 plus then you'd be like he'll get six rebounds and probably like four assists so uh and then you could do a few more people with it so now you just get like 15 15 bets please no one if you got a problem don't bet let's do it i'm just just trying to help him out but you could win like three hundred dollars on it not you're doing like fifteen leg parlay. Okay, yeah, hold fifteen on. leg, and I put like fifty dollars. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, this one's not that bad. I'm definitely not gonna do it because who the fuck is Anthony Simmons? And I know Simmons, he is, but he's, yeah, he's not putting up. He's not putting up twenty. He might. He's, he's averaging LeBron, twenty-two. Is, this has LeBron thirty, Lillard thirty, uh, Nurkic fifteen, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Grant twenty. Anthony Simmons twenty. I'm not mad at any of those. I'm not mad at Lillard getting thirty or Bron getting thirty because neither of these teams play defense well. So I, it's probably gonna happen. And since everybody's dropping forty, like it's like like they Oprah, like the NBA just <laughs> Oprah. It's hilarious. They you don't they don't even have LeBron in the tw- in the score twenty. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like I he yeah he's been on a tear, but then there's a game where he'll drop only eighteen. 
and now you're pissed. <laughs> so you can't bet LeBron unless you bet 30 plus? It looks like it. That's wild. All right, let's hold on. No, they got him at 25. But even still, it's negative 900. They just expect, I mean, he is averaging 27 and has for his entire career, but that's booty. That's why you could get like, that's why it's not like getting a thousand, a few thousand dollars if it happens. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm, like, what it'll get you probably those numbers would be like, like in the Nets Golden State game, you'd be like, Nick Claxton's going to score 30. You like, (laughs) (laughs) and if he does it, well. Yeah, that's that's crazy. All right, I'm I'm not even gonna get into basketball. Basketball is a sick man sport. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like I could bet football. I'm not like, come on, like, cause cause see, that's that's what makes me mad. Cause you can bet Patrick Mahomes one and a half touchdowns. Yeah, but he averaged like three. But I can't bet LeBron plus fifteen. Yeah, like see, it's just not equal enough. Like the math. The things that you like, you can bet Patrick Mahomes two fifty really yards. Like, throw a pick. <laughs> yeah, but like Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for two fifty. Not he almost threw for two fifty and he missed like a quarter and a half, and the rest of the game was on a bum ankle. Yeah. So why can't I bet that? But I can't bet LeBron fifteen and, and tw- or twenty and make twenty at the least. Yeah, because it'd be That's like crazy. I'd be mad if you score twenty nine. <laughs> and it'd be because he like he missed free throws or some shit. So like, <laughs> yeah, this is why I can't do it. I'm about yeah. to bet Anthony Davis over under to return. <laughs> see, those are see now see now those are funny bets. Like if I could bet if Brett Maher misses the next extra point, like yeah, I would I would absolutely I'd have made some money because I definitely would have bet that he did. It's probably oh, the oh, it's probably the uh. You probably want to bet the over. They going for it on fourth and five. Let me get out of this game. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Whatever. Let's let's no. Let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk football. As like literally, none of my bet. Oh no, that's not true. One of my bets going here. I'm gonna get forty five. I'm gonna get forty five dollars. See, that's not bad. Michael uh, Michael Gallup. 50 yards, I thought was going to be a thing because he always plays big in the playoffs. He has zero. Yeah. I don't mean he's not going to catch a bomb, but he literally has zero yards. Yeah, I didn't even decide to put him in one, in a, a parlay. Like, I was like, I'm not even going to touch Michael Gallup. I barely touched the receivers at all. Like, it was more like, I'm going to do the under. I'm doing the under on the receivers because, like, Dak's going to be terrible because he had a good game. And Brock Purdy's a rookie who was the last pick in the draft. So, I was yeah, I didn't touch Brock. Like <laughs> I did the under. I did the under. That that's actually pretty smart. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I wasn't I wasn't touching Dak to save my life. If he don't throw a touchdown, that still works for me. Because that's under. That's, the- that's that is fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, so news. Into the podcast we go. Right. Um there hasn't there wasn't really any like Big Ten news. Not that I know of. Which is not like nobody a good sent me or a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't really wasn't really any um Big Ten news, which is fine. I, I'm not too mad at that. Uh but what that does mean is this segment's gonna be quick and we get stuck on this segment a lot, so I'm not gonna be mad at that. Right. Uh the only news that I have is Ed Reed contract was not ratified at um Bethune Cookman. And that was an interesting little saga because did you see that? 
I saw it. I didn't decide to watch the videos because it was too long for me. Like you, if it's videos on Twitter that are seven minutes long, I'm not. I'm not. What was seven minutes? And they, someone must have combined them or something. Yeah, I watched put the, two videos. Yeah, they put the uh, the the whole uh, meeting he had with his team, even when uh, Prime came on live and stuff, and they talked. Like they did the whole thing. Oh, I didn't watch that one. I wasn't yeah. watching that one. I watched a much shorter one. And I'll just say this. Like, I don't want to get into this too, too much because we kind of talked about it before. But the thing that I was saying um, when I was talking about it in the house is essentially this. As an HBCU, you can't want these people who have this celebrity and who are going to bring this notoriety to your school and who's going to do all of these supposed good things. Cause half the time you probably don't even care if they win. You just want them cause they're a hall of famer. Cause they've never coached before. Right. You can't have them come in, especially Dion. Cause everyone knows Dion follows a, ca- a camera follows Dion. Right. You can't have them come in. If your house is not in order. Now, I don't mean in order as in you have to be at the Ohio State P5 level, this, that, and the third. Because at the end of the day, I saw this tweet, and that's true. They're like, people got to remember, Division two programs that are non-HBCUs have similar issues. Yes, they that do. is just the level of the school, the level of the sport, and the money that gets brought in. But there are certain things that you absolutely have to have in order if you're going to bring in these celebrity types because you're asking for extra eyeballs and your house is not in order. Yeah. Now, Ed Reed is a grown-ass man. Should he have went to social media? No. He's a grown-ass man. He should have handled it differently. But what he was talking about, was that an issue? Absolutely not. How do you hire someone and not clean the office? And there's trash all throughout the building and on the front lawn and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. That's not... That is crazy. That's not... I'm not... We're not Ohio State. We're not a PWI. We're not... That's just basic. That's just as basic as it comes. You don't get a job anywhere where they're giving you an office and a space and the office not clean. I've had jobs. I've had internships. Yeah, where they gave me an office and I got a couple free polos and clothes or whatever, and they put a nice mug and like looked like spent money on to have my office ready and to have some things for me when I got there. Internships when I was in college, and so you like that's just like little things. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and that's the problem with these things. It's like, is it kind of yes. like you can tell they don't really care for that for the football program? And not even just a football program. That's bare minimum. Yeah. Like, it don't matter who like, you hire, football professor, teacher, whatever, how, like, how, and they can't be because if there's trash everywhere in the building, outside the building, all this other kind of stuff. And it's just like, they're very serious issues, right? When we come to PWI versus HBCUs, when we, when we talk about government funding and how schools are funded and where the money's going and, and this kind of, that kind of stuff. But there's something that I think um, my fiance said, I don't like saying her name on this podcast. You obviously know who she is, but it's right, weird to right. say my fiance to you, but I'm not talking to you for real, for real. So right. it's not that weird. And basically she was just like, there's this thing in the black community where we don't talk about black issues because we don't talk about black issues in mixed company. And that's fine, I guess. But it still has to be talked about. But it still has to be talked about. And when you're bringing in these outside people because you want to be like 
Power Five. You want to be like PW. You want that you same attention. You want the attention. You're like inviting mixed company. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, all these HBCU schools had football coaches before. So there are coaches that are willing to coach that job with the lack of finances, the lack of resources, not clean offices, broke down buildings, all of that kind of stuff. I'm not saying positively or negatively. There are people who are willing to do that, just like there are people who are willing to do that at Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three level schools. I've toured Division Three level schools. I've been like I, there. Canton is almost all Division Three level schools. For people who really, really follow football, y'all know who Mount Union is. Yep. They don't have shiny facilities. They don't have nice dorms. But it's a, it's a pretty can, decent. That well. Their facilities may be decent because of all the championships. But in general, like as a school and as a kind of thing, it it ain't that great. Yeah. So I we had football camps there in high school. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everyone does. <laughs> but it's just so it's just like Mountain Union is actually a bad example because they win so much that they can't afford some of the things. Yeah, but yeah. like um but e- even still Marshall. Right. Marshall, um, and people aren't going to get this because they're not from northeast of Ohio, but Malone, oh, okay. uh, yep, Walsh, yep. Walsh, all yep. of those type mm-hmm. of schools, mm-hmm. like um, Notre Dame College. I was going to say Notre Dame College. Always winning in Division II level. They're very, they're a very, very good program. We both know. Well, I, you probably do, but I for sure know people who played there. I know um, people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially from being from Cleveland and stuff like that. So, right. like, but these schools – they deal with these similar issues, but like you're bringing in these celebrity coaches and you're not doing it because you think Ed Reed is a good coach. What has he done to prove that you're passing up good coaches who are okay with where you're at? You're truly just doing it. Ed Reed. Get, you're just doing it to get TV money and to get the popularity and hoping yeah. that he can get the recruits just like Dion and things like that. And then I don't have an issue with that. But again, you can't do that in your house not be in order. So Ed Reed, as an adult, as a grown man, was wrong for taking it to social media. How long was Ed Reed there? Well, his, I don't know. It wasn't long. It was like a month or two. It it, it was announced in like December. They never officially like made his contract official. And that's one of the other things he's saying. He's like, I'm working and my contract's not even official yet. Oh, yeah. They wildin'. That's just bad business. It's just a yeah. Just simple stuff. That's simple stuff, like you said. And, and then you have these people who are going to be like, oh, well, hey, Reed, Deion Sanders, they don't care about HBCUs. They're just trying to make us look bad. Da, 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 it's, uh, I mean, uh, what, it's like y'all are making yourself look bad. Like you can't, I can't make you look bad if you're not, if you're like having me work while I don't even, I'm probably not getting paid because my contract's not final. Like, yeah, what, and, and another thing, like, this isn't even about the football program. This is just things in general. And, again, this is not a sole HBCU issues. Nope. I've been to, again, these are only schools in Ohio, so if you don't understand, I apologize. But, like, in, in Pennsylvania, I've been to Allegheny College. I've been to Wittenberg. I've been to Ooh, Wabash and all of these kind of <laughs> places. Their, dorm, their dorms suck. Mm-hmm. Their facilities suck. Their stadiums suck. Like, it's not just the HBCU thing. It's that level of football. Tulsa. Not Tulsa, like, um, uh, um, um, uh, Tiffin, stuff like that. Tiffin, yeah. I mean, I freaking worked at Kent State for three years. Mm-hmm. Literally, and that's on someone, <laughs> like, there are amazing. high schools. There are high schools that have better stadiums than Kent State. Better facilities, all that. Yep. Literally, like, um. So, 
Kent State, up until like the year before I graduated, had AstroTurf in their field house. Do you know how old AstroTurf is? Nobody uses AstroTurf. It's literally illegal in the NFL. So it's just like these are not just issues at HBCUs, but they are issues and you have to take care of them, especially if you're doing this, we're just as good as everybody else. And it's just like, honestly, y'all could just accept the level that you're at. And it has, it's not that again, that's not even HBCU specific. Not everyone can be App State where they start as a smaller school win and go up to another level and be right. successful. That more times than not, that's not successful. So just be where you at. Like, that's fine. But like in a non-football thing, we were talking about like Howard. Howard brags because it's true. They um they produce the the most black doctors. Okay. They Howard also has crazy alumni from their theater program. Chadwick Bozeman, uh I'm not good with people's names. I shouldn't have brought this up. Uh, My fiance fiance knows them a lot better than I do. But either way, there are a lot. Regina George, maybe. I don't know. There are a lot of famous black actors. What's her name? Uh, uh, Viola Davis, I think. Yeah. Either There are a lot of successful black actors who went to Howard. And obviously other places, too. But we're just going to talk about those, two. So you have doctors obviously make money. Actors to the level of Tragic Bozeman and all these other kind of stuff make money. They give back. And I know they give back because you put their names on buildings and things like that. Right. But you know where you didn't put that money? Into the sports In the dorms. Well, no, I'm not even talking oh, about sports. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're you didn't completely put it into right. The you dorms. didn't put it into the dorms. So your students are protesting. Because they're living with roaches right. and not running water and all of these health violations. Right. Because you want to look good on the outside. You want to have a fancy building with someone's name on it and these other kind of things. I all about that. You want all to award. Feelings falling down, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like you Gross. want to award I mean, doctorates to people and all this other kind of stuff and have guest speakers. And all of that's great. Every college does that. But you ain't take none of that money and put it into your dorms. So you only care about what you care about. And again, I'm going to keep saying it before someone gets offended. These are not only HBCUs issues, but we're talking about HBCUs now. And when you put yourself in the limelight, you deserve to be criticized. Right. Because you put yourself out there. Because you wanted to be seen in a light that you weren't ready for. You get what you asked for. Be careful what you asked for. Literally, so but, I don't know, man. I I think it sucks because I only saw a minute, right? But I think Ed Reed did want that job, and I think that it who knows like if he did. Be, who knows if he would be a good coach? But it, I think he genuinely cared about the kids and wanted to do better by them. And no, it wasn't handled right. But how, like, how do you handle that situation? He was in a bad situation. They did yeah. not like do anything and the month month and a half he had that job they didn't do a single thing right by him yeah that's nice so it's just to, to, to be able to end to to tarnish a relationship you just started within a that's crazy time, that's, that's really crazy impressive <laughs> that's crazy and it's just gonna make people and, it, and it's just gonna it's make gonna, everyone it's look gonna bad. make yeah it's gonna make coaches even more weary to go there 
And and it's gonna do this stupid, you know, PWI versus HBCU debate. What's better, and this, that, and all this other kind of stupid stuff, where the root of the issue is never actually being addressed. And at the end of the day, there are people who go to these schools and who work at these schools and who do these things at the school who are corrupt. Not everyone, not all of them. But we've heard, like, I mean, we heard about the Howard dude that was in, that was in financial aid, that was stealing money stealing and running around yep. and all this other kind of stuff. Like, you hear about schools losing accreditation because of different they, things like yeah. that. And then, um, and so I know, like, and I know people are going to be like, well, P- it's happening to people in PWIs. That's yes. not an excuse. It's really not. It's not an that's excuse because it's that's just saying the, you want to be just, you, you should be excused. For being that's terrible that. because other schools are being terrible. No, everybody, no one should be terrible. Right. And I, we are two black people. I can't speak on a PWI. I can't attend it. No two or that's not a part of the culture or anything like that. Right. But that's literally what people do when they say, mm, why is R. Kelly in jail? That Howard, whatever the hell his name is, didn't go to jail. He got off. Uh, why is why are we talking about this black? Why are we talking about Trey Songz who beats women? Because there's this white actor who beats women. Because like, so, if, if 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 you're only bringing that up to say like they should be in jail as well, then fine, that's fine. But if you're saying because that person got off, why? Because if you're saying if you want consistency where everyone goes to jail, fine. But if you're saying like let's keep it consistent, it's like just because that dude went to jail, this dude shouldn't go to jail. You're just you're just speaking like you're just being dumb. At that point. Yeah, you're just speaking the, the, the consistent the consistency they want is nobody's held accountable instead of everyone's held accountable. Because if you say that, if that's what you want, like everyone's held accountable, then yeah, you're right. That person should have went to jail, just like. And like also, person. you should want better for yourself and your community, right? Okay. Like I can sit here if I wanted to do the research, which I don't, and I won't. <laughs> if I wanted to do the research, I'm sure I could find D2 and D3 colleges that are PWIs that are in just as big, at just the same or worse uh, situations as HBCUs or Bethune mm-hmm. Cookman or whatever. But I don't. But what I do want is better for these schools because they're for the black community. Yeah. So me or someone, and it's really they don't even offer a lot of programs. <laughs> yeah, and it's and and me, I'm using the royal me because, like, me personally, I don't really care that much. Like, I'm not like looking at all these things and doing this and doing that. Like, I have other things to do. But in general, the royal me or the royal we or whatever as a community, I want better for these schools because they serve our community. And because I already, of the I, mean, I think, they I think our community, and I think schooling is a scam anyway. At least in a sense, like certain things, yeah. Like you, you should definitely be going to school if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer and stuff like that. But like certain stuff, school's a scam. To be a teacher, yeah. be a teacher. Like you yeah, should go to school. That's a, yeah. that's a conversation for another okay. day. Either way, so like, that, I don't care if it's an HBCU or a PWI. You're probably scamming. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, <laughs> um, I've seen the price of books. You niggas are scamming, like, ah, <laughs> uh, Jerry Rice, legend, goat, goat. Anyway, um, so yeah, that that, that situation just kind of sucks. I think it sucks for everyone involved in 
it's just because now who do you hire? Who's gonna take on that job? Well, somebody will, but like, yeah, but like, it's just yeah, it's mm-hmm. just it's just bad. And, and the other thing is like, because he did handle it wrong, like he who's can't gonna go, hire every week again? Yeah, you know. And then it's like they can't can if they mend it now, that's gonna look weird. Like they'll probably come out and have a talk and press conference about the mending the relationship. But if they do, I don't think anyone that's there is mature enough. Oh hell no! From the way from the way that it was the, the way it's happened so far, I don't think it's mature enough for them to have a press conference because like they didn't have a press conference when they didn't uh, maintain his contract. So um, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. NFL playoffs. Let's get through this quick. Uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning of the show. We mentioned it last week. This show is the beginning of our tears. This is the beginning of us reviewing the season. We are going to flip what we normally do. We normally start with the worst teams and um, go to the best. We're going to go from the top down because, as we said before, we want this show to get better in every offseason. And do we really want to start uh, January in 2023 talking about Northwestern? Hmm. We don't. <laughs> We don't. You don't want to listen to that. So we're, we're gonna flip it. And unlike some years, there's actually a lot of interesting things at the top to talk about from this past season. And I think this off season we're gonna talk about the big teams more than we typically do yeah. because it's it's there's a lot more going on with all of them than normal. I i.e. Ohio State and Penn State both having new quarterbacks coming in and right. Wisconsin having a new coach. Like that's interesting. So we're going to talk about them probably not. I mean, not a whole, whole lot. Cause you know, we, we, don't, we know, know that Michigan Dante doesn't love to talk about Ohio state, but <laughs> we'll talk about them more than we normally do because they're actually interesting this off season. That's funny. I never said I don't like talking about them. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> they're so predictable, man. They have the same, they, they, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's like I would like if we had a SEC podcast, I wouldn't talk about Alabama. No, absolutely not, <laughs> or Georgia. No, like what's the point? <laughs> we understand what their expectations are and who they are. Like, yeah, what's the point? Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, NFL playoffs really quickly. Eagles destroyed the Giants. It was actually um, kind of sad too because I thought the Giants might give a a much better effort. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where like the Eagles just turned it on. Like they and they were the better team through and through. Yeah. Like it was controlled. Really call... It was a controlled game from start to finish, wasn't it? I believe. Yeah, it yeah. was. And ultimately the Giants were kind of the Cinderella. I think they did some really good things this year that they can build on next year. Yeah. Um if they get I mean, essentially like no okay. They're not I'm not saying that they're gonna be the Bills, right? Who scored on the forty uh, ers Christian. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that they're going to be the Bills or anything like that, but we we know that um, this coach, what this coach did with Josh Allen, right? He did a similar thing with Daniel Jones. He's a very good quarterback, friendly coach, offense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What put Josh Allen over the top? The trade for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. So again, not saying that there's going to be that. Well, okay, yes, but more what I'm saying is they need to get Stefan Diggs, like a Stefan Diggs, like a a top. They also need to fix that offensive line. 
it's oh still, yeah for it's sure. I mean, still a little shaky. Yeah, they definitely have more than one thing to do, but yeah. more so, what I'm saying is that is kind of the next step for them to continue to be good and for this year not to be a fluke. They need to get a real wide receiver because I watch a lot of football and like I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know who their number one wide receiver is because um, I know it's not who it was supposed to be. And I know it's not Kadarius Tony who is now on the Chiefs. Oh. Um, I know Evan Ingram's pretty good for them, but they have a lot of wide receivers that are making a lot of money Where's that's him? not doing yeah a lot of things. Somebody. Yeah, I think somebody wears number eighty who's pretty good for them, but I don't know their names. Yeah, so I still I, I see they should go after fixing that offensive line first before. Oh my um, God, Fred Warner before. Is that not Fred Warner? Is that the fake Palomalu? Uh, that's his. That his was the cousin. Yeah, is it? Yeah, like his cousin or his nephew or something like that. They're actually I know they're related. Yeah, that's I think hilarious. his last name is Palabalu. It's not. It's definitely not. But it's not. Uh, oh, so then no, that is the fake one. That's the dude. Then there's uh, there's a guy that will be coming into the league soon that is related. So, okay, got yeah. you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, like, you know, there's no people don't like more victories than this, that, and the third. But ultimately, a good year for the Giants. Nobody expected them to be in the playoffs. They won a playoff game. It was the Vikings, but, you know, they still. The Vikings were, what, a 13 win team? Um, Yeah, (laughs) but you you can't say that and then also say Kirk Cousins in primetime. You know, I mean, you already know how um, I feel about Kirk Cousins. Exactly, but still, <laughs> they beat the Vikings. They won it. They won a game. Um, they look like they have their quarterback. I I wouldn't be so confident in him to give him the hundred, like you know, the four hundred million dollar oh, deal. No. But I would give him another three years. But they just I would, might. I would give him. They just might though. Like it, they're gonna have to. They okay, might just so, do something stupid. They might overpay him. And it's sad so they're gonna like, have it, to overpay him. Yeah, because it's sad because it seems like it's it's rude to pay quarterbacks what they're definitely worth. And like Daniel Jones would exactly. never be worth four hundred million dollars. He's not. So let me ask you this. And again, I'd be having to qualify shit with you because you'd be arguing the wrong points. Fair. He is not worth this contract. No. But because of what they have to pay quarterbacks, it yep. just is what it is. Would you give him three years, one hundred twenty? Oh, that's not fine. all guaranteed. But it's that's three years, one hundred twenty. That's, that's not fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine with me. That's forty mil a year. This is more than he deserved. But yeah, I would give him that. Listen, with like I've a, seen, I've seen with like ninety five guaranteed or something like listen, that. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins' uh, contract is bad. So oh my god, it's so, it's, it's terrible. So so um, <laughs> yeah, I, I that's not a bad that's not a bad one because then after two even in the middle of a year or after two years you could probably trade that. And already yeah. had paid if he's again. not. He, yeah, so if he's this fine. is all, if this is if this year is a fluke and he's like terrible next year, it's like okay, you can trade him because yeah. if you already guaranteed him, you paid it, boom. So I would front, I would front load the guaranteed yep. this year too. Mm-hmm. Like I'd give him a lot of that in a signing bonus, but just to be like, here um, you go, just in case something happens to you, there you go. Like, yep. So that's what I would give him, but. Um, Eagles, Eagles look good, man. Um, yeah, they do, and J- uh, Jalen Hurd don't look hurt. No, no, he doesn't. I'm, I'm very Shadow happy. I'm very like so. I don't know Maybe anything about Jalen Hurts. Two, two black quarterbacks going against each other for the NFC title, but Dak, yeah. <laughs> Dak, uh, I'm I'm not gonna say what I want to say on this podcast. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm like, so I'm not typically wrong about quarterbacks because I watch a lot of college football and I, especially like, I don't, you know, I think some of this is just common sense. I'm glad that I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. And I still don't even think so much that I was wrong as in I didn't know him and I didn't know that he was like freaking maniacal and was no, going to get no, better. No, and, no, I didn't even, I saw Jalen Hurts play. I didn't think he would be good in the league for real. And that's the point of him being maniacal and like he's like, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to get better. Yeah. And it helps that they have freaking Devontae Smith and AJ Brown and they got another you know, one. The, they got another receiver in uh, I can't think of his name right now. Miles yeah. Sanders is pretty solid. And then I mean literally they had like seventy sacks as a team. They're the first team in NFL history to have four different players with ten plus sacks. Yeah. Like it, it is not yet. Yeah, they're front yeah. forward. They don't they don't pressure it. They don't throw blitzes. <laughs> no. It's literally and all of them have 10-plus sacks. So it is not just him. That is a very, very well-built team, yeah. which is exactly how they were when Nick Foles won. Because yes. um, Nick Foles or uh, Carson Wentz would have won that. Yeah. You know what's crazy? You, Carson Wentz general, has a Super Bowl? I mean, Nick Foles played, but yes, yes. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Like, it always hits me. Like, Carson Wentz yeah. is a Super Bowl winner. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you know what's interesting? The Eagles, I don't know who who to compare them to, but the Eagles throughout history are one of the easiest teams per se to just get a bunch of talent. And then they do really well and they win. And then it just like falls off. And yeah. Just, do just, it yeah. Cause doesn't, does McNabb have a ring? No, or did he they just did. They made it to two. I think they made okay. it to two, but lost. Both. Are you sure he doesn't have one? Yeah, I'm probably, he doesn't have one I with thought the Brian Eagles. Dawkins had one. He, I, it's not with the Eagles. Okay. Because remember that Nick Foles one was the first one the Eagles have ever won. I'm, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But either way, they were really, really good in that era. So, yeah. um, and I mean, so Eagles are NFC, right? Yes. Oh yeah, they're gonna destroy the 49ers. I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't know. They this. actually the 49ers played them well when they played earlier in the season, and I yeah. Think, you okay? It's I think playoffs. it was like a one score game. That's like, fine. Think, yeah. That's, that's fine. It's the playoffs. They're going to up it, and Brock Purdy don't look like he got it. And I'm not – I was never a big Brock Purdy believer. Um, if he's able to be de- – He's good enough. I don't know, man. He yeah. might be good enough. It might. They just might – he might be good enough for them to make it to the Super Bowl again. I think he is, but I think the way the Eagles are playing this year mm-hmm. – He's not gonna do it. Yeah, I do think the Eagles lose to whoever they face in the AFC though. That would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I I think I agree. I do think they lose. I, I think do they think lose. they lose. I don't because I think that there are still steps that Jalen Hurts needs to take in his development. But what I will say is, I don't think this is a one and done. I think that they'll be back. Mm. Not a, maybe not immediately, but also because that's hard NFC, to say about football for football is that. Is the NFC not for the taking, though? I mean, like, all the good quarterbacks in the NFL are in the AFC. Oh, true. Especially the young ones, Patrick Mahomes, AFC. Josh Allen, AFC. Uh, freaking Justin Herbert, AFC. Uh, Joe Burrow, AFC. Trevor Lawrence, if he's getting there, but he's no, not no, in the first I, four I, level. I, but I, Trevor Lawrence, AFC. He's he, he, he better than Justin Herbert. I I might actually give you that uh, <laughs> AFC. So like all so it's like who who is Lamar. in the AFC? 
Uh, Lamar, AFC. Mm-hmm. Who's in the NFC? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> like <laughs> Justin Fields, not there yet. I think the Bears, if they build this right, I think the Bears and Eagles could go on a crazy run because they're going to have the two best quarterbacks Bears, in the NFC. The, if the Bears were smart, they would just build their offense the exact same way as the Eagles. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, who else is in the NFC? No, Dak. Pff, okay, well, I'm concerned about the Cowboys. Uh, Daniel Jones, when you're not really that scared uh, of, you got Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't retire. He's old. Tom Brady. He, he's not Tom, a winner. Tom. Yeah. Uh, Tom. <laughs> Tom Brady looked garbage this year. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? The Saints. <laughs> who? No. Who, there's no good like uh Detroit sleeper. That's my sleeper for the NFL. as a team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so like, say I like where Detroit's going. So if Detroit figures it out, you potentially have Detroit, the Bears, and the Eagles for the next five years and San or so. Fran. And San Fran. And, oh yeah, San Fran's always going to be there. Yeah. But it's it's it, it's just it's possible. It's an easier road in the NFC. And I get, and, I get what and you're it is still the difficult. Detroit's not fully there yet. Yeah, and, and the Bears are Chicago. Chicago so, has a while. So it's just the Eagles and the 49ers. So it's not you can't. I say it, I'll say back, I'll say I'll even throw in Cowboys if injuries like for the other team. Sadly. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna believe into the cow into the Cowboys when they do it. But yeah, either way, I know. something um, about the Cowboys always thinking on Cowboy. Yeah, for sure. Um, Chiefs uh, beat the Jags. Mahomes sprained Good his ankle. Game too. Yeah, it's gonna. So I'm not gonna say it's gonna suck because like I could never be a Cincy fan, and it has nothing to do with the Browns or anything like that. It's just like I'm a Colts fan, and I'm all like I'm, I'm. If I move over, I'm moving over to the Bears. It should be the Cincinnati because I'm in Columbus and they're down the street, and I like Joe Burrow. But it just for some reason it just doesn't sound right to me. But I don't Joe Burrow is a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> He's won everywhere he went. He's a culture changer, and. I, I hate that it's not going to be full go for both teams. Yeah. Because with Mahomes being injured, is Cincy like I'm not gonna say they will, but like is Cincy not just gonna win the game? Like it's more likely they're gonna win the game, especially because they kind of have the Chiefs number in the regular season. Like yeah. even without the injury. So that could be back to back. That could be, I, I mean, that could be back to back Super Bowl appearances for Cincy. And I would give them a really good chance against the Eagles, and I would probably predict them to beat the 49ers. The way that their defense... I don't think they'll beat the 49ers. I just the, think, What their defense just did to the Bills? Yeah, but I think... I, I think Josh... I have The one thing I've, I'll tell you is the two snow games I've seen Josh Allen playing in... Booty cheeks, which is terrible. crazy because he's in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, booty cheeks. He has had, he's had, he's had primetime snow games. And he was not good in it. He won again. No, he lost against the Patriots. Yep. They lost against the Patriots and they lost in this one. So uh Yeah. I think if if weather was better, this is this this is definitely a different game. I do think it's a different game. But that Yeah. That was crazy. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Either way, um, that I just think Chiefs, I think San Francisco I think San Francisco's defense is just better than Buffalo's and better than Cincinnati. Oh, well, yeah, I would. Agree. I think the I two best defenses in the playoffs 
are, are the Eagles and the Niners. Yeah, they they're still in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles and Niners. Um Chiefs but, are a sleeper yeah. defense team, but yeah. Especially with Chris Jones. I mean, mm-hmm. when he turned it on, he like Trevor Lawrence didn't stand a chance. Yeah. And uh Willie Gay too. He's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that um, you know, shout out to Trevor Lawrence, shout out to the Jags for you know firing Urban Meyer and getting a a, a, a Set, good coach. He's like, a good coach. Uh, an adult. He's an adult in the room. Yeah, and like, it's crazy because I, I like I said I I still think Mike Tomlin should win Coach of the Year, but they're probably going to give it to Dougie because they were three and something last year. And they started off terrible and still made the playoffs, even though the AOC South um, stinks. So, and then, but, but they also won a playoff game. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I can see. I'm not mad. I mean, at the end of the day, like, Doug Peterson probably still is in uh, Philly, if not for Carson Wentz. Like, Carson Wentz got him fired. And it's sad because it's day. like I, they both – I think they both kind of ruined – Ruined their career in Philly. And Carson Wentz also got Frank Reich fired, who was in Philly at the time with them. So yeah. Carson Wentz is just doing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I really do feel bad with having a Carson Wentz career because he was actually good. And like that, that one injury kind of just ruined it all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. He just – that he is an example. Like, I don't say this negatively, right? It's just kind of a statement. He's an example of what happens when you're not mentally tough. Like when you when injuries, the media, teammates, different certain not, things like that, just like it, like it takes a lot. Like he he has the talent, and it, it's in his head, and pe- there's a lot of reports about it, uh, about him like rubbing teammates. It's just like I just don't think that he believes in himself. I think it's not I, it's not a negative thing to say that because this is a it's sport. Just, this and that's why they have sports psychologists and things like that. Yeah. I'm not you dogging them for it. Yeah, it's you just have, you just have to be because it's a sport where you're in a spotlight and people, especially playing quarterback. Yeah, like have you have it. to... it's a pressure. It's a pressure thing. So there's nothing wrong with saying that, and I can I can agree. <coughs> I'm not mad. Yeah. at that. I just it's unfortunate, but it just okay. it is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, since he beats the Bills, we talked just about that. Smacked him. Smacked him. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy <laughs> At the end of the day, smacked him. Joe Burrow. <laughs> I'm, glad uh, I, I'm actually glad I missed the missed the uh, time to bet on that one because I wasn't immediately went. Oh, this is not gonna work. <laughs> Whatever I bet. <clears throat> wow, tragic, but uh. Yeah, I will say, like, I don't know. You know, I don't know what Cincy is in the long term, but what I will say is Joe Burrow's always going to give them a chance. I think they're going to be a, a contender type of team. That for, for a while. Somebody they're you know, talking. Like, 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 like what they were in the 2010s. They're yeah. in Maine, they were up there for a minute. And people like to forget that, but... Um, so this is, so I have a question and I don't want to get stuck on it because we have a, a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. So we just named them, right? Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to take out Justin Herbert because the Chargers never win, and I know he's probably your least favorite of all of them. Let's go with those five. And I'm going to put it this way. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning-ish, uh, Tom Brady, uh, uh, Drew Brees, um, uh, and uh, Philip Rivers. 
Philip Rivers. Aaron Rodgers. They're all a little yeah, true, but they're all a little older than Aaron and Aaron's a loser. Well, Aaron came out the year or two after. It wasn't that much longer. Okay, so okay, well (laughs) like like Philip Rivers, Eli and Ben. (coughs) That's right. They are relatively the end. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. I always forget that. Um, it wasn't that much longer, yeah. It just remember Aaron had to wait a year or two. Yeah. That's why. So all of those play all of those quarterbacks were in the league at the same time. Not everyone could win a ring. Philip mm-hmm. Rivers never got one. Nope. Drew Brees got one because of the hurricane, if we're going to be honest. He yep, was they not gave going it to one either. They gave him one. Yep. So, coupling it that way, who of these five doesn't win a ring in their career? Um, or six? Well, we can already take someone's not going to win. <coughs> yep. So, okay, so. <coughs> it's going to be Lamar. Oh, that that I hate to say it, but you're probably right. Gonna be Lamar. I don't think Justin Herbert wins one either. Oh God, no. That's just I think so, there's something over. Like, there's a there's a cloud over the Chargers. But, yeah, um, so do you think since he can realistically? Like, I mean, I I, I just said I, I would take them, if 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 the Cowboys the find a way to win this game, right, with the time left, and then beat Philly, and go to the Super Bowl, so, they could beat the Cincy by they could be down. Yeah. I do give Cincy a chance to win the Super Bowl, but I think I there because there's again like Aaron only got one, Philip only got one. I think Cincy might. Philip doesn't one. have one. No, I, I uh oh Drew, my bad Drew. Yeah. Um, I think Joe might have one and then never see it again. I could see that, and it could be this year. It could so. be this year, yeah. I also think, all right, so I think it might be Lamar, Justin Herbert, just because Justin Herbert might be a tier below, which is crazy because I see Justin Herbert having the type of um, career in the media where it's like Big Ben's, but Big Ben has two. Yeah, he does. Big Ben, I think think Big Ben was overlooked in that era because I think Big Ben's better than Eli, but Eli was talked about a lot more. Yeah, I give you that. Mm-hmm. It's just he's matter of fact, Philip Rivers was talked more about Ben, and Ben was better than him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Ben got hurt with two things. One, obviously, he's a rapist. Two, we do this thing in sports, and I don't understand it, especially because we don't do it with Tom Brady. Nope. But we do this thing in sports where if you have too much help, they discredit it. Mm-hmm. And we somehow forget that Tom Brady first had Rob, got, Rob Gronkowski, the greatest uh, tight end of all time, had Randy Moss, the greatest wide receiver of all time, and they lost. Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. We forget that he had all of these guys on Jared Mayo and all these guys on defense and things like Literally, someone did this stat, this article, where they looked at quarterbacks with the most help, and oh. Tom Brady had the most help of all quarterbacks. So we – Taking him out the position picture because nobody ever talks about how much help that he got. I think the Raby thing and that they like to ignore because he had Bill Cower, because he had Troy Palomalu, Hans Ward. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. it wasn't Ben. He had the three Bs, but he didn't win with them. But he had the three Bs and like all this kind of stuff. It's like, oh, he had all this help. But it's like, you don't say that about nobody else. Yeah. And like, like we, like, for like the last four years, everyone that Peyton Peyton Manning has played with has been up for the Hall of Fame. Yep. Peyton, Reggie, Marvin, Dwight Freeney, uh, Robert Mathis, um, 
Bob Sanders would have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't get injured. Mm-hmm. Like all of these guys are up for the Hall of Fame, and like we don't have that really. Con- so it's just like, yeah, I, I think I don't know what it is. I don't know. If I don't it's know a why. I don't Philly know what thing, it is. if it's a steal it like a, a Pittsburgh thing. Or- it's got to be because there'd be times like Ben would be there. Ben wouldn't be talked about, but he'd be like third in the league in passing. He'd be like yeah. fourth in the league in touchdowns. Like, but no one was yeah. it, it was weird. It was always weird. But yeah, I it think was- it'd probably be either. Josh Allen or uh, uh, Lamar that won't get a ring. I think yeah. Justin Herbert. I don't. I don't think Justin yeah. Herbert will win one just because it's like one of those things. Is like they'll, they're they'll be like the Indiana Pacers. We'll make the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah, there's something about Josh Allen that I'm not going to take the time to get into now. I don't believe in him. <laughs> like, when, like, like, <laughs> like, oh god, no, oh, for god. real, for real. He said there's something. He just he's like there's something. But do you not? Happens. Do you not agree? I, I see what you mean. I believe in him, but I understand what you I mean. Just, I do. I I do get it. I get it. I just I don't know. Like I believe in his talent. I like like Josh Allen is Dame Lillard. Yeah, he's gonna win. He's gonna make it to the playoffs. He's gonna stay in Buffalo. Allen, he'll he'll get. Is he ever really gonna win? He'll win an MVP or two, but that's about yeah. It. Just, yeah. I just I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. He's or he's it, it's crazy, or it could just end up one day. It'd be like the bull, uh, the uh, Bills in the nineties. They eventually yeah. sneak in. They eventually do it. They just did it. But then they don't win because they didn't win. No, no, no. They did win. They did win one. They win one. They won one. Kelly has one. John Kelly has one. That's his name, right? I or know. I forgot who played quarterback for them. Are you he sure? Has Okay, so so is that separate from then the two or three times that they went and lost in a row? No, no, no. It was that run. It was. I think it was during that run. I, Are you sure he has one? I'm pretty sure they never won one in that run, but went to four straight. But I think, I think they I lost think, all. Of I think them. I think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, I don't know my football, and I should. All right, hold on, hold on. They don't. No, no, no. They don't. They've never. They've never, they've never won. won one. Okay. They're zero and four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's miserable. Okay, so um, maybe it's gonna be like that because I was gonna be like, it, that's the Denver Broncos. That was like they went, 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 and then finally won. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So anyway, we can get off the NFL. We're gonna take a quick break. 49ers and Cowboys is happening right now, and Dak just tried to throw another interception because he's not serious, <laughs> and that would have been a pick six. Boy, that would have been a pick six. Um, okay, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we will get oh, into yikes. our yeah. When we get back, My, we'll get into our tears. We also spent way too much time on other stuff because now we have like forty minutes to get into the tears, and that was supposed to be the highlight of the show. Mm-hmm. We might need to flip this. We might need to talk about the Big Ten first, and then do the other stuff because it's always like, oh, let's just get this stuff out the way, and then we'll get to the Big Ten, and then we never leave enough time. So yeah. we might have to flip this. Yeah, I think we'll flip it from now on. Uh, anyway, we'll, we're gonna be we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach; you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip; you ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new; you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Landgrant Homeland's I-70 Football Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Who's still Lee. dying from trying to drink water. <laughs> um, it you kills know, you. <laughs> speaking, speaking of drinking water, there's like this weird thing that happens when you're an adult. And, and, and it's that you like, like certain things make you happy. Oh, I had a water bottle. <laughs> uh, and this is like... That thing sounds solid. Good Lord. Yeah, it's solid. And, and here's why I got a new water bottle. Because my fiance keeps stealing water. Um, so, I, I was just ain't, like, you they know, they take your clothes, take your food, and take your water bottles. Ain't that crazy? I hadn't been uh, drinking as much water because I was I mean, drinking these like, little, like, I was drinking these, like, little, like, little, like, you know, those, like, like not the quarter, like, the three quarters. You know, those, three? like, yeah, they're like this. They're like, it's like for, real they're little, ones for children, and they're just like though. pencil, they're like pencil thin. Like, mm-hmm. they're pretty tall, but they're like pencil. They don't really hold no water. Right. Like it's it's barely over a glass of water, but they're supposed to be like insulated, and they always have like the little screw tops that like screw into them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Which I'm being real descriptive with water bottles. Well, she went through a phase where she bought a bunch of those, mm. and I was drinking out of those, but like they ain't got no water in them, right. so I wasn't really drinking water. So I got me a new water bottle. Um, and this is the stupid shit that you get happy about when you turn fucking 28 because, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, let me, you go to Target, grab me a water bottle. Like, I need a new water bottle. So, yeah. Not never thought, never thought I'd be happy. Target sponsors. But here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, anyway, so we're going to get into our tiers. Um, this tier, tier one, we're going to, by the time we do this in August, we're going to have names for our tiers because I just don't like the current names that we have. So if you okay. have any ideas for the tiers, listeners, please, please let, let us know. know. But for this, we're just going to do tier one, tier tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four. Uh, tier one is going to be Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. And that brings us to an interesting conversation before we start. I wanted to have this very quickly on the podcast. Does... Like, how do you define tiers? It's very interesting, right? Because if you define them right, like if you're doing like levels or whatever, you could easily say it's Ohio State, Michigan, pause. Or if you want to put Michigan first, either way, it's Michigan, Ohio State. And then there's a there's a, a stop. And then it's Penn State. And then there's a stop. Yeah. It was Penn State and Wisconsin, but currently it's Penn State. And then there's a stop. And then there's everyone else. Like, Penn State's in a tier of its own, but are they really with Ohio State and Michigan? And the reason why I say that is when's the last time they beat either of them? Which is fair. But looking at Ohio State, Penn State this past season, 11-2 and 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 11-2, Right. And that's why for this, the way that we do this, they're in the tier, mm-hmm. technically. They're only the first other of all, team we're only in the doing big four team. tiers. Yeah, but they're the only other team in the Big Ten that have double-digit wins. 
Exactly. That is true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. So it's like for the, the, the way we're doing this show, they deserve to be in the tier. Yeah. But in the overall concept of the Big Ten, it's like they're kind of really in their own tier. Like they're not on the same tier as like Minnesota and them, but they're not really on the tier with Ohio State and Michigan because they can't beat them and they haven't beat them in a while. And until they beat them, they give them good games, but that's about that's it. it. <clears throat> so there's a there's a line of demarcation between them. But and this again, they're the only team in double digits. There's a crazy drop off after this. So yeah. Um just to break it down, what we're gonna do, we're just gonna give our thoughts, games, whatever, kinda however we want to break it down. We're gonna look at the stat leaders. Again, we're trying to get better as a podcast. So this is something that I came up with. We're going to look at the stat leaders, quarterback, wide receiver, running back. We're going to look at total offense, total defense. Um, I understand that total offense, total defense is not really the best way to look at um, teams, but I was not pulling up the nitty gritty stats and I'm definitely not using EPA. I don't even know how to find that. I think you have to actually legitimately work and things to find that. And I just don't care that much, if we're being honest. Total offense and total defense was the standard for a long time, so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to use stop rate, which is new, but it is my favorite defensive metric. And as a quick reminder... Like, uh, is that getting off the field on th- uh, third down? No, it's in general. Oh, okay. It's any, it's any drive that ends in uh, no points. A turnover, okay, got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Anything where they don't score... Um, I don't know if missed field goals count, to be completely honest, but I think it might, It's which really wouldn't be on the defense, but it's any drive that doesn't end in points. So punt, turnover on downs, takeaway, um, anything like that. Okay. So it's on. just the percentage of times that people don't score on you. Got you. Which is the most simple way to look at defense. How often do you give up points? Fair enough. <clears throat> um, so... We're going to look at that for all of them as to kind of compare, just give us some things to talk about. But most of it, as this entire show typically is, it's just going to be us talking about things that we liked, disliked, and just kind of remembering the season because that's the fun part before we get into the nitty-gritty of the offseason. This will last four weeks because there's four tiers. By the time it's done, we should be around, if not exactly, in fall camp. So we should have some, hopefully, some news. All the staff should be done that kind of stuff. So it'll, you know, it also helps with getting through the boring part of the off season. January to like March is the boring part of the off season. There's really not much going on. Everyone's just doing their winter workouts and nobody's talking about anything. So Dante, where do you want to start? Do you want to start at the bottom and work your way up? Or do you want to start with Michigan and work our way down? Um, We can start with uh, you forgot to put the Penn State quarterback name. Oh, <laughs> Actually, you I forgot, forgot to put all the names. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. This was a lot of work. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, so. I feel it. I feel it. But um, we can start with Penn State and go up. All right, that's that's cool. So, Penn State finished the year uh, eleven and two. They were 7-2 and two in conference, their only losses being to Ohio State and Michigan. They won the Rose Bowl against uh, Utah, which is how they got their 11th win. Um, overall, a pretty good season. Really? Okay, so that's not – okay. That's a really good season for Penn no, State. No, they had a really good season. Um, 
yeah, they had a really good season, a, a very good bounce back season. We kind of went into this not really sure how to feel about Penn State. They hadn't looked great the last no. um, couple seasons. They were replacing a defensive coordinator. They were really, really young in a lot of areas. They lost Jahan Dotson to yep. the pros. Um, Sean Clifford was there for the 17th year, and nobody likes him. Dante likes him more than me, but, like, who really, really believed in him a whole lot. And so it's just like um, we didn't really know how to feel about them. I don't – the one thing I should have done is I should have – um I should have put the comparison of where we thought they were going to be because we did that last year. So let me pull that up really quickly. Um, but, yeah, we were kind of back and forth just behind the curtain. We were kind of back and forth on where we thought uh, they were going to be this year uh, and how many wins and losses that they were going to have. So um, this was a really good season, a really good bounce-back season. We're not going to talk much about the future, but this season laid the groundwork where Penn State feels very, very high about where they're going. Um so, do you, I guess, where do you want to start with Penn State? Do you want to talk about the, do you want to start with their freshmen or do you, who kind of led the team and kind of like started this resurgence? Or do you want to start with Sean Clifford playing his millionth season? We can, start, we can start with Sean. Let's start with Sean. Because I think Sean had an actually pretty good season in, uh, Overall, you know, decent numbers and stuff like that. But during certain games, um, he didn't play. They played Minnesota, correct? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I don't think he played that game though. I don't think he got injured this year. Like, not where he missed a game. He did last year though. I know last year. Okay, true. <laughs> So I know the game against Ohio State, he had a pretty good game. Actually, yep, they actually played pretty well as a whole. They just that that safety, that stupid safety blitz. Like <laughs> I don't think I'll ever forget a play like that. Like it, it was, <laughs> it was, it was just you really just didn't have to do it. And I get what they were trying to do. Like you know, they were playing a solid game all game. It was like let's throw Ohio State off their off their uh off the rocker by throwing a blitz real quick. But it was really unnecessary. But uh, other than that, they had a good game. Um, Same thing with Michigan. They played Michigan tight. uh, They played Ohio State tighter for a little longer. Yeah. But they played Michigan tight for a half. I believe they were leading at half or at least like. I think it was like a. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was really close. I think they had a three point lead going into the halftime. I think that sounds right. And then they just kind of lost it. Yeah. I think Michigan just started running the ball. (laughs) Which, well, I mean, we'll get to Michigan, but they yeah. kind of did that to everyone. Yep. Uh, battle of mm-hmm. attrition. They just kind of started laying on people. Yep. Um, yeah, Which so Penn, Penn State Penn State was doing to everybody else. They did it to, I remember they did it to Minnesota. They eventually did it to Illinois, I believe, they played this season. Uh, and yeah. Was, yeah. And um, Michigan State, they, they, they leaned, leaned on them. It was a good year. And I think Sean Clifford had a pretty decent year. Uh, almost three thousand yards passing, which isn't bad. Twenty four, twenty four touchdowns, seven interceptions. I I expected him to actually have more interceptions, <laughs> actually, and I thought he had more than seven. So I, I not a bad season. Yeah, not I a think, great season. No one's saying yeah. great, but it wasn't a bad season. Especially I think the thing with John Clifford and some of the other quarterbacks in the Big Ten is they just they're okay. 
Yeah. But it's like to 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 reach the level that you want to reach, you need like, you know. But but it's it's crazy though because you'll have the ACC and they'll have these quarterbacks who like they'll have three, four, five quarterbacks who are throwing for thirty five hundred yards. But, the but then ACC, when they play Penn State, they lose. Yeah. So it's like it's not just built on you know quarterback stats and yeah. things like that. But these guys really aren't kind of dynamic when it matters. And I think the Big Ten as a style of football all around is different than the ACC. The ACC is a more uh, fast-paced, throw-the-ball kind of conference. For sure. Whereas in the Big Ten, there's hard nose and you kind of have to be since it's cold almost everywhere where you're playing. I think actually everywhere you're playing in the Big Ten yeah. is going to be cold. So, Until USC and UCLA come in. True. True. Oh so, boy, getting that USC UCLA game in November. Oh, whoever gets gonna, that, they're gonna love that, and they're probably gonna lose that game <laughs> <laughs> because they're gonna be so like you know relaxed at the fact that you know it's probably seventy degrees instead of thirty. I would lose that game because I'd be on the beach, but somebody. Know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Me. That's, that's just what I'm saying. <laughs> they're going to Cali. They got all the fake girls. So, <laughs> and I'm not saying that like fake bodies, like they, you know, so you know, kids get stupid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially yeah, if it's so, like somebody like I think Wisconsin probably loses that game, something like that. Like people like that. I don't think Ohio State will. Michigan yeah, definitely will. Not. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we both had them at eight and four. So they definitely exceeded our expectations. Um, two extra games. Who did we have them losing to? So I had them losing to. Oh, I had them losing three straight. I had them losing to uh, Michigan, Minnesota, and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I had the high. same thing. Nope, you had them beating Michigan and losing to Auburn. True. True. Uh, and then we both had them losing to Michigan State because somehow we were high on Michigan State. No, I think I think I wasn't high. I wasn't high on Michigan State. I was just low on Penn State winning that game. Because there's, yeah. it's a game that they'll be stupid enough to lose because they lost a few games. But yeah. since they only lost those those two games, it made sense that they ended up like spanking them. And I mean, Michigan State was just booty this year. Just also just, true, and real bad on defense, like real very, bad on very, defense. very bad. So we'll okay, so you already you already did Sean Clifford stats. Um, we can go ahead and transition to the to the freshman a little bit because this yeah. next player is a freshman. Uh, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to look at the year. I can just tell you that this is the first time Penn State's had a thousand yard rusher since um, Saquon Barkley. Which okay. shouldn't be happening at Michigan. Um, and he, I mean, he was barely over a thousand, but they also kind of had a two back system, so it's still yeah. good. Um, Nick Singleton ain't bad too, not at all. Um, Nick Singleton, five star freshman running back out of wherever the hell he came from, uh, came in and rushed for one thousand sixty one yards. 12 touchdowns, uh, average 6.8 yards per carry. They kind of like, I hate using this, this, this comparison, but it's, it's just the best comparison. They kind of had a, a USC Reggie Bush and, um, yeah. What's the other guy's name? Lindell white kind of yep. style. Um, I, obviously Nick Singleton is not, um, Reggie and the other guy, Katron Allen. No, that's the guy that transferred. What is the other freshman's name? I really should have pulled up the roster. Um, <laughs> I do so much of this off of memory because I do tend to remember a lot of this stuff because I'm a right. sicko, and then I forget like certain things. Um, who is this other freshman? Kayvon Lee. Uh, Kayvon Lee is oh, not. Um, I would have never guessed that. 
I, I, yeah. So they had a kind of good two back system. Nick Singleton's kind of the faster, shiftier guy. Kayvon Lee is kind of the more, um, kind of head to the wall kind of uh, a guy. So they have a, a really good system. But um, part of the reason that Penn State hadn't been good uh, is because they couldn't run the ball. Yep. And I wasn't going to predict that they were going to be able to run the ball because we hadn't seen them run the ball. So uh, why would I predict that they were going to do it if they hadn't done it in like since Especially in a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. But that is the, you know, they went out and they got five-star freshmen because they're able to do that because they're Penn State. And he was a hit immediately. Um, right. And so, oh, wait, what did I say? Kayvon Lee? Is that what I said? Yeah. I was right the first time, and I actually did know his name. Katron Allen is the freshman. Kayvon Lee is the senior or junior, whoever, who was their starting running back the last two years, who was Booty, and oh, he's in the transfer you. portal. I, I should have trusted myself. I did have his name right. Where are you, Katron, where are you transferring to, sir? <laughs> who knows? Katron Allen is the other freshman. He rushed for 867 yards and 10 touchdowns. So, so between the two freshman running backs, almost they had yards 1,900 and- yards and – 22 touchdowns. Yeah, that's not bad. So as a, as an offense, that's a that's a te- that's a 10-1 season. That's an 11-1 yeah, season. As an offense, that's 46 touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Between yeah, between the running backs and the quarter, yeah. So, yeah. um, that's that's pretty solid. Um, having two freshmen almost hit a thousand yards is is, is really good. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that especially is, for uh, a team we didn't think could run the ball, and I like, we should have been prepared. I think that offensive line was kept being reminded that they couldn't run the ball the past few years. Yeah, I still don't think they were that good, but their tackle stud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he. We talked about it before. He was going to be the number one tackle in the draft, but he's like literally eighteen or nineteen, and he was like, "Nah, fam, I'm gonna go back to school for a year," Uh, which is fine. Uh, Typically, that doesn't work out for most players, but he's like nineteen. So yeah, it's like I I wouldn't want to be in the NFL at nineteen. I can't believe they let that happen in basketball, and that's why I'm not. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, kids be active in basketball when they come to the league at nineteen. Yeah, mentally, I get it, but some of these players do be NBA ready for real. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I mean, Jason Tatum, baller. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even I mean, I mean, even Lamelo was hooping as soon as he came in. Um, uh, freaking, uh, uh, who's the rookie this year? Either way, don't matter. Uh, a lot Pop, of, a lot Pablo. Of, yeah, a lot of these dudes, they be they be ready, they be hooping. Yeah. So, um, real big with the running game. Their biggest flaw was in their wide receiver core. Uh, Parker Washington, number one wide receiver, 611 yards, two touchdowns, nothing special. That's going to have yeah. to be fixed next year for them. Uh, they were 34th in the country in offense is respectable, 17th in total defense, which is even Good. better, yeah. and they were fifth in stop rate. Whew. And stop rate is, again, the better metric in my opinion. Their defense was balling. Yeah, now, like I said – we're not going to talk too much about next year until we get to that point, but they are losing a lot of people on that defense, so that's something to think about. But yeah, I mean, eleven and two, you, and they're getting a new played, quarterback as well, right? Because yeah, yep. done now. 
Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you eleven and two, you played Ohio State and Michigan close for a while. You beat up on everybody else. You you separated yourself as the class of the Big Ten. You put yourself in this tier. And as your coach said a couple of years ago, the difference between uh good and great is harder than the difference between okay and good. That's not exactly what he said, but um no, the difference between great and excellent. Either way, I I don't remember how he said it, so I'm gonna make it my own. The difference <laughs> between great and excellent is hot is harder than the difference between good and great. Right. So at right now, I would say that they're a great program, they're a great team, they have a great history. They're going to beat eighty to ninety percent of everyone in the country, yeah. including SEC teams. I don't give a fuck what y'all have to say, but they are depends not on the SEC excellent. team, but yeah. They're not excellent. They're not Ohio State. They're not Michigan. They're not Georgia. They're not Bama. And that's the level that they're trying to get to. So they have some things to work on. But I think good year. Great year. Yeah, 11-2, Rose Bowl win. What can you complain about? Um, all right. So let's move on to Ohio State. Ohio State, great year. Um, Ohio State fans are just never going to be happy, myself included. I'm not nearly as sick as some of them are, but it is a great are, year. But compared we to we are the Alabama, Georgia, so it's kind of like uh, you know, it, it it was a great year, but compared to expectations, it yeah, it, it kind of fell a little short. Yeah. So Ohio State loses to Michigan second year in a row, loses the Big Ten second year in a row. Uh, ends the year eleven and two, eight and one. They make the playoffs. Um, they are literally a field goal kick away from making the national championship, and they won the national championship. <laughs> right, but that does not matter. Um, from winning it again, they would have won if they played TCU. Oh, um, yeah. So they, uh, I mean, just kind of heartbreaking because they went toe to toe with what people think is the best team in the country. And this is what I'm going to say. Georgia is not Bama. I know they won back-to-back, but there are more flaws in this team than there were in Bama's run. And I don't go into next season, just like I didn't go into this season, thinking that Georgia's invincible. There were some years where Bama felt invincible. Yep. Um, Georgia should have got got. And if we're going to be, if we're going to talk about it, Ohio State lost that game by one point. And their best wide receiver was concussed, and they didn't get the penalty that they should have because I was targeting. They didn't get the penalty that would have gave them a touchdown. Their best tight end got injured. Their best wide, their original best wide receiver didn't play all season. And their best running best back stuff. didn't play in the game. Their the running back who did play was hobbled, and they That's were within the thing, one though. point of Georgia. That's I know. The thing, I know though, about winning championships. There's a lot of luck. There's a lot yes. of luck that goes into winning a championship. Like Georgia's best wide receiver missing almost the whole season, but then coming being healthy for the championship for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just, that there's, shit just there's happens. A, there's just a lot of luck that goes into it. That that it just yeah. it just happens. So, but uh, all, overall, good year. Yeah. Um, and for me as a fan, the thing that I couldn't have is we go and get blown out by Georgia. Yeah, I just couldn't I have that. Yeah. And so this keeps me in the mindset of we have some things to work on, yes, but we are still in the upper echelon. We should still be mentioned with Alabama, Georgia. Like, we should still be mentioned over Texas and USC currently. Like, right, like, we're still in that True. tier. We're yeah. Essentially, we're, I think we're Penn State. 
and the national. It's Georgia, Alabama, break, Ohio State, break, everyone else. Maybe you put Michigan in there. As, I was going to say, break, for the past Michigan, two years. Break, everyone else. Because if we're going off of last year, it's uh, right. Yeah. Right. So, and, and like the national conversation. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're the Penn State of that kind of like, we're better than everyone else. Michigan has brought their way to that level. Uh, but, you know, whatever. So, overall, good year. Uh, CJ Stroud, excellent. Again, uh, two time Heisman finisher, um, 3,000. 340 yards, 37 touchdowns, six interceptions, 66 completion percentage. Just excellent. One of the best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks in Ohio State history. And they're doing the racist thing in the NFL draft. So love that for him. Um, maybe it works out because he doesn't get to the freaking uh, Texans or whatever. But, like, you can't tell me that Will Levis is better than him. Um, running back kind of. I think it depends on scheme and stuff, but yeah, I I don't. I hope he doesn't fall. I hope he doesn't go to the Texans because, like, I just I don't think the Texans want to be a good franchise. No, they don't. Um, and that you can tell with the two one year rental as coaches. Um, (laughs) they just non serious franchise. Um, running back, Mayan Williams, 817 yards, 13 touchdowns, six and a half yards per carry. Solid, but like he had he was injured. It's really good. He was injured. That's a yeah. like he might have been a thousand yard rusher himself. But with 13 touchdowns, that's not bad at all. For someone I think missed two games, two or three games. Yeah. And and then they some of them counters games played, but he got hurt and then and didn't play yeah, the rest. Yeah, yeah. So it, I mean, it, he had a solid year. That's that's pretty good. What he's a junior next year, correct? Yes. Yep. yep. And he came back. He's well, no, he's technically he's a senior. He was at draft oh. eligible this year. People thought he was going to go to the draft. I didn't or know transfer. he was. Yeah. So so this is their technically their backup running back. Right. The guy you're thinking about is a junior next year. Okay. But he he was more injured than Mayan was, so he has even less games played. Travion Henderson only played in eight games where Mayan played in 10. Travion Henderson rushed for 571 yards and six touchdowns at 5.3 yards per carry. Um, he like, yeah, so it just, he only played eight games. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty solid still, um, especially with the injuries. Ohio State was hurt with, hit with injuries all year. Yeah. Um, Marvin and Harrison. Injuries on the defense. And, yeah. And, and, Mar- and Marvin Harrison got an injury. Yeah. yeah, especially in the game where they didn't call it, but whatever. <laughs> uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, 1,157 yards, 12 touchdowns, 16.1 yards per catch. He's the best wide receiver in the country. I don't, I can't explain why he didn't win the Belitnikoff Award, and I don't even, I don't even want to pretend to try, except that the people who vote don't understand football. They never have, they never will, and so they're always going to get things wrong, these things wrong, and ultimately, this is why you don't. Like, it's college, so it's not tied to, like, contracts and things like that, but it is in the NFL. And this is why you don't tie things to media-voted awards because they're stupid. Yeah, that's fair. It is what it is. Um, Ohio State finished number nine total offense, number 14 in total defense, which is a major increase from where they were last year. And they were 10th in stop rate. Ohio State was top five in stop rate all year, but they had – 
they their defense they ran into two folded teams. Yep. at the end against Michigan and Georgia, and so mm-hmm. that kind of dropped it. But you watch those games where they give up a lot of points and they still end at 10. That shows what the defense was, and that shows progress. And that's really what it's about, right? Ohio State enters this year um, with an entirely new defensive staff except for the defensive line coach, Larry Johnson. No one fires him. Jim Knowles, they, they stole from Oklahoma State. Um, they hired uh, Perry Eliano from Cincinnati, and right. then they took Tim Walton, who needs to be fired. They took him from <laughs> some, somewhere in the NFL. Totally new defensive staff, totally new defense. Um, he already needs to be fired after one absolutely, year. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, totally new defense, a much harder defense at that. Uh, and there was marketed improvement. And I think when you do new things, right, Right. When it gets tough, sometimes you revert to the old. And I think that's kind of what happened at the end of the season. But it gives confidence. And I honestly think it should be a little scary for teams going into year two. Because it's like if he can make this improvement in year one, what is he going to do in year two? Especially when almost all of these players come back. That's a future conversation that we're not going to get into. But I think that while their defense wasn't perfect, it wasn't great all year long, that they were closer to the level of what Ohio State needed. Um, and except for one or two plays, they were good enough to have beat Georgia. Like, the long touchdown that they gave up, it's just a matter of the roster. The guy who gave up that touchdown, and I've been saying this for years, he was one of the best players on our team all year, yeah. on our defense all year. He cannot play in man coverage. That is his biggest flaw. And man coverage way, is, is really difficult, man. It's really difficult, especially for a true safety. He's not a corner. He shouldn't have been put out put out on an island. He tripped. Yeah. Easy touchdown. That changed the game. So um overall, good season. You losing to Michigan and especially the way that they did, you can't do that. That was yeah, that, give, that honestly might be the only flaw on the season because even losing to them was fine, but to lose where it looks like you gave up, like we we mentioned before or a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago. Now. But, uh, yeah, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it it that's still that's the one stain. That's the one thing I'm very concerned about, and even when it comes to the coaching part, because it's like it it, it it just didn't look good. It it the, you could have lost that game where if they didn't even give up those last two touchdowns, you were still going to lose the game regardless, and that would have been fine. But those last two touchdowns was just like that's the only thing that's that's worrisome is that again when push comes to shove, will you are you going to fold? Yeah, and you know, so we'll see. That's a that's a future conversation. But overall, a lot of good things, yeah, um, mm-hmm. especially dealing with a lot of what they dealt with. I mean, they played with like five or six running backs, multiple of them walk ons. They played with at least three walk ons or nice. former walk ons. So it's just walk-ons. like, I'm oh yeah, great, absolutely great for them. But it's just like. That's just how the entries were. That's just how the this this season kind of went. So, um, it's really I'm really excited to talk about Ohio State this off season when we get to it because new quarterback, second year of the defense, um, third year of, of certain players, but there's also big questions with the offensive line. So, uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about with them. But um, I don't, I don't know that I have anything else to say about them. This uh, essentially they met their standard except for the Michigan game. 
Yeah. Um, I will not say that they redeemed themselves against Georgia because no, you have to redeem yourself fan. against Michigan. You can't, yeah, you can't yeah. redeem yourself against someone yeah. else. Like that's not no. how it works. So because it just another, makes because again, it just makes me feel like okay, you're tough against everyone else until it's them. Right, and and that's a problem. So, mm-hmm. um, that is what it is. Uh, do you have any? Final uh, like you said, I total defense being fourteen is it's a great improvement because I think they were like top twenty, they were or top thirty last year. They were like twenty five or something like that. No, they defense. were they were no higher than thirty. I think they were mid to late thirties or forties. Oh, oh, okay. So that that's even more impressive uh, jump than I thought because <laughs> I thought they were like twenty five, twenty seven. Okay, so yeah, fourteen is amazing yeah so total offense being ninth is actually a little uh lower on the number than i thought i I think they might be like we uh i thought they might be like six or something like that because they 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 move the ball they they move the ball to score so i thought they might be a little higher than that and total offense is like a is a weird off choosing which offensive stats you want is weird because if you use points per game i think they're one or two two yeah no i give you that yeah that makes sense uh, but it great year. Uh, you got a great um, what was it? he was a uh, freshman, Harrison Junior, right? Uh, second year, sophomore. Second year, so. But this sophomore. is his first first year of you know being the man. Yeah. Okay, so stepped up to the plate there. CJ Stroud, like you said, had a great year. Um, I didn't like, I didn't like what he said about uh his legacy isn't tarnished because he's never beat Michigan. Don't like that. <laughs> But <laughs> because it's like that's your whole that's the whole thing though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at Ohio State. Like that yeah, like that it's, it's the whole it's a there's a thing. There's a culture there and you, you decided to be a part of that. So that I don't like that, but I guess now that you're done it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, uh, Ohio uh, State was number two in points per game, by the makes way. Makes sense. That makes sense. Who the hell um, was number one? Tennessee. Uh okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. So, um, I I agree a hundred percent. And that's the thing, man, with CJ Stroud. It's just like you look at it positively, negatively. It's great for him as a it's person almost, in yeah, his life. It's almost a reflection of, of Ryan Day. No, no, no makes, I I don't think it is that at all because really? the other quarterbacks weren't like that. I think it's a reflection of his life. So, like again, I I hate I'll getting too personal with these people. Like I know him, but like when you grow up and your dad gets thirty years when you're thirteen and you have to grind your way through all these camps and you're almost homeless and all these other kind of stuff. Like, do you really care about a loss? Like you have so much life and perspective, and you've beaten you so many odds to get to where you're at. It's just like. It's a football game. Yeah. And yeah, and that's good that. for his life and career after football. Kind of reminds me of Andrew Luck without all of the, you know, the trauma and that kind of stuff. Because Andrew Luck did not have that. He grew up rich. But that, yeah. like, I'm fine outside of football. I have other things. Um, that can be Which positive. Crazy. I need to send you a video about Andrew Luck. Actually, he was not. <laughs> he was not. Fine outside of football before in, until he retired. But oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh no, I I watched. I read a I read an article where some dude followed him for a while, and Andrew yeah. was going 
through it. Through it. Yeah, Andrew bro. needed he he yeah. needed to quit. He took the, yeah he took the architecture uh, mindset of playing a quarterback and put it to his entire life. And that yeah is, yeah yeah I read that same article. That I was like it's oh crazy. poor man like I get it now. I get uh, he it. was Definitely. very unhappy. <laughs> yeah he was. I get it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see what you mean. It's just as a, like for you know, as an Ohio State player, it just it, it, it will, it, it's gonna rub you. It's gonna rub people the wrong way. And I, I don't blame them for not caring. It's just you know, your, your you legacy know. is tied to that. No matter, a hundred percent. It may not be how you view yourself and how you, yeah, you know, but it, it is your Ohio it, State career will have yeah. that dark shadow. Ultimately, regardless. zero two against Michigan, and you didn't win the Big Ten. Like, yeah, yeah, there's going to so, be that dark shadow. Uh, speaking of Michigan, let's switch over to Michigan. Um, Thirteen and one, nine and zero in conference. Here's the thing I want to start with with them before we congratulate them and all the things, and we talk about them losing to the uh, TCU. I want to talk about the quarterback. Okay. Okay. Look at the stats. I'm and then look at Sean Clifford's stats. I did. I did that. I did. It's not. <sighs> it's it's so it's very close. It's extremely close. Two touchdowns. He one has two more touchdowns, but also has two more interceptions. It's just, it's so. Here's the thing, right? As and I want to be fair to this. Michigan under Jim Harbaugh is always going to be run first. That's what I'm, I was going to say that. So say the, that. it's not entirely the worst thing. But For, when you look at what Penn State didn't accomplish mm-hmm. under Sean Clifford, and why they're so excited for the new quarterback, they couldn't win the big games. Now, under McCarthy, they won one of the big games because they beat Ohio State. And yep. he was integral to that. So I'm not going to put yep. that on him entirely. But what I'm saying is he's Especially a former after... five-star quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be, if you listen to people, he's supposed to be a, a potential high pick next year. Mm-hmm. He is used as long as well as Caleb Williams and some of these other quarterbacks to say, and they say this every single year, but he's mentioned as in, hey, the 2024 20, quarterback class is going to be better than 2023. You have McCarthy, you have these other guys. Five-star talent, he was supposed to make all these things, and then you see it and you finally give him the control, and it's just like, he was Sean Clifford. Yeah, but my thing is, I don't want my quarterback to be Sean Clifford. And now my thing is, it's like we're not going to talk about next year, so I'm not even going to give that opinion. But again, he is, he is, he he is the starting quarterback for a team who had two really good running backs. That is that, and that's fair. That is fair. That's why I said I wanted to be fair to him because we understand, especially when the offense is predicated around that run game to get almost three thousand yards. 22 touchdowns and only throw five picks. I promise you, just like with, with Clifford, I thought he threw more picks. I didn't. He does not. The one thing I will give him, he does not throw not turn the ball. He doesn't turn he does the ball not, over. He I does not turn the ball over. I, I will always and I give think, him that. And I think that might be the most important part about being a quarterback. And it's, that you and it's not, not the most important. It's close. It's close. And I, I, I like that. I, if you can get me 13-1 and one and almost winning a championship with three oh, 2,700 yards and 22 touchdowns and only five picks, you could get drafted doing that. Because then it's like at least, okay, you're not flashy, but you definitely won't lose this game. Yeah, but the, so here's where the problem is. like with Dak, Dak's flashy, but he'll lose you a game. Yeah, but here's where the problem comes in. 
mm-hmm. you don't win games either. And uh, he won the Ohio State game. I will always give him that. I'm not gonna take that away. I, I always have to. They almost won the TCU game of, too. Uh, was coming not back. because of him. He did not play well against TCU. No, he, he didn't. I think. Oh, I hate to say this. Let me. I'm. I'm not even. I gonna think they overlooked TCU. I'm just. Gonna, I do I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not even gonna give you my opinion. I'm just gonna ask. Same team, same scenario. Sean Clifford as quarterback. Does Michigan beat TCU? No. I disagree. Okay. No. Sean, think about it. You just you just talked about how Sean Clifford played in big games, how he played against Ohio State. You remember the Purdue game winning drive at the beginning of the yeah, season. The reason why I, I think I say, Sean Clifford the wins reason that game. Why, the reason why I say he also was, doesn't throw two pick sixes. By the yeah. way, he throws one. Ah. Uh, actually, I'm not even gonna pretend I like Sean Clifford. He might, but he don't throw two. I he think I think I Michigan still... wins that game if Sean Clifford's their quarterback. And y'all mm-hmm. know how I feel about Sean Clifford. I think TCU still puts up points on Michigan's defense like it did. Regardless. But putting up points, but part of those points is two pick sixes. I know, but I said he throws one. <laughs> so all TCU guys needs one extra touchdown, which I think they could do. I don't know. I think they win the game with Sean Clifford. And and so it's it's hard. Like, I'm not impressed. And I think he'll we'll have a better year this. next year. That's why I was like, he, I didn't want to really say that. But I do yeah. think he'll be. And I actually, this article just came out, and I wrote this, and I said it. He should go into the season as the best quarterback in the Big Ten. He Fair should enough. be expected to be a Heisman finalist. He should be all of these things. I don't know about I that. I don't know that I believe how, that he can do run. that, though. I, I, I don't think he should be a Heisman finalist because of how they run their offense. That's fair. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I, he, I don't think he's always going to have enough stats because of how they run their offense to get be considered you know, a award. See, but here's, here's unless, the thing with that. Unless Jim Harbaugh for like, was the unless coach for, when, the only reason, the only thing I could say, like it, it'd be different, is if he starts off like hot as hell, and then they change their uh their scheme on off. Well, the thing, the thing is, Jim Harbaugh was the coach with Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck was a Heisman finalist, so he has it in him. If the quarterback is, and I, I, I know he's not Andrew Luck. What no. I'm saying is, Jim Andrew Harbaugh Luck was has a Hall it of Famer. It. I swear to God. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even want to get into that because comparing people to Andrew Luck and these guys, that's just not even fair. Um, so that, and that wasn't my intention, just more yeah. that Jim can change his offense if he Yeah, really that's what I'm saying. Much. I was like, that's I was like, I feel like if McCarthy starts out high and he looks like it, like he's he's handling himself, I do think they'll probably go more to passing than running in, in that game. And then it'll be certain games where you'd be like, Oh, they're gonna run this ball and that's what like how Mich- uh Michigan State did two years ago. And it was like they threw the ball, and then one uh, one game, I think it was Michigan. They they ran the ball a lot, and then it was in, in big moments they threw it. But to get back in that game, they ran the ball. Yeah. <coughs> so, um, I just I'm not not super impressed with McCarthy. Um, we'll see again. We're not talking about the future. We'll see what the future holds. I wouldn't say but, super impressed, but I think it wasn't impressive either for a type yeah. of offense. They're running, but but Chrome had. 1400 yards and the other one probably had what seven eight seven eight hundred yards yeah i think he had more than that i'll get to that in a second the thing thing that and okay so this is the thing that i'll say and i know that this is not entirely fair 
because you can only really talk about what they did. You also got to remember that Michigan had a crazy easy schedule and yeah. didn't play anyone all year. And I don't think he did anything this year except Ohio State. Just except mm-hmm. Ohio State, where mm-hmm. I felt like he would have won the game if they needed him to. And the only game that they needed him to win, he lost. Yeah. No, I think, no, he, I think he, I he played well against Penn, Penn State, too. I have to go back and watch. Mm, that was the running game. I, was, I mean, that was the running game. Pick that, pick that up. I don't think yeah. like so. Regardless, like I don't want to shit on the kid too much. He's he's just not really my style of quarterback, and I think Fair that enough. I, I he, don't think he's flashy, but I think he can. I think he could be good enough. To I think he wants to be flashy, and he's just not that good. Oh, you don't need to do that. Like you when you hear him talk and the things that he says, I think he thinks that he's better than he is. Um. Anyway, but. The playoff off. stuff, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. When he waved off Ohio State, when they oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Quorum, uh, one thousand four hundred sixty-three yards, eighteen touchdowns, and he missed games. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. It, um, Donovan That's Edwards, nine hundred ninety-one yards and seven touchdowns. Just only seven. Yeah, I mean, That's Blake Quorum had eighteen. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Man. It's like, yo, um, yeah. For real, Lakers bet because this is nuts. Or at least you you bet on Anthony Simons going for thirty. I I didn't I didn't he I didn't bet the Lakers. Oh my god! I just said he wasn't gonna get twenty. Oh my god! I might have won something. All right. Anyway, um, they kicking Michigan's bus, <laughs> damn Michigan's biggest problem. The last year and for the past couple of years, they just don't have a wide receiver. Their best yeah. wide receiver, Ronnie Bell, eight hundred eighty-nine yards, four touchdowns. Nothing to write home about. No. You don't even, like it's twenty twenty-three and you don't have a wide receiver in the thousand yards. It's just, eh, man, like it's just. And and and, and it would be different if you like he was eight, he was eight hundred and another dude was seven fifty and another dude was seven. It's like you're getting the yards, just not one guy standing out. But like, again, that's but, not what happened either. Like, but again, Corn got fourteen hundred. So <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But again, you know, whatever. it's like we don't need we right now. We didn't really need a thousand yard receiver. I, I, I would argue that you always need one, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it worked. Like, I mean, thirteen and one, you can't complain. So like that's how I was looking. Um, like, we were thirteen and one. Yeah. So number twenty four in total offense, number makes six sense. in total defense, also and sense. third in stop rate. Who was second? I know who's first. It's got to be Georgia. Who no, was Iowa was first. Georgia was second. Bruh. Iowa defensive players should be hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. score more than 18 points? Like, Absolutely, Georgia. And they had to, um, to do it at the end of the year. Like we'll put up twenty-one, yeah. we'll put twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Like, fuck y'all. <laughs> Michigan stopped people on seventy-seven percent of drives. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's, that's amazing. crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who was and, 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 if Ben uh, is at seventy-six, oh my gosh! I'd have to I'd have to pull it up. Was it was it a Big Ten team? The Big Ten was all over this. So, I believe three, it. Ten, I believe five. it. I bet you uh, Iowa's Illinois probably, was four. Illinois I was, was about to say, I bet you Illinois was like probably 15, four. <laughs> yeah, they were four. <laughs> Illinois, uh, they, their defense was legit all year, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so um, the Big Ten had one, three, four, five, ten. Yeah, crazy. Nice. And a part of that could be, uh, like, I do hear the argument that some people make that a part of it is the offenses that they play against and things like that. A lot of the offenses. I do hear that, but not a lot of these defenses electric. also show up when they play other teams. So it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, part but, of the part of the problem, the offense is bad, is because they have to play these defenses too. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Are the offenses bad because the defense are good? Or are the defense is good because the offense are bad? A little bit no, of both. Cause, cause I've seen, would sprinkle in some weather, you know? Yeah, because I don't know. Because North, I've seen Northwestern keep a team under twenty one, and I, I, there's no way I believe. Northwestern has a good defense. Yeah, <laughs> so because <laughs> um, like I'll get I'll tell you this Iowa's offense is just bad. It has no, nothing I, to do with other people's defenses. Yeah, Iowa's bad. offense is piss poor. <laughs> um, but I mean, okay, so Michigan. Before we, as we wrap up, back to back Big Ten titles, back to back wins against Ohio State. The only question: back to back playoff appearances. The only question is, what is their ceiling? Like, like it, it's – you feel like you beat Ohio State back-to-back. You go to the playoffs back-to-back. But you get blown out by Georgia, and then you lose to TCU, who everyone has you, beat, have you beating. Right. Can you continue it? Like, we don't have to go far into it, but is Michigan going to win a national championship under Jim Harbaugh? Like, that's – there's nothing else for them to do. I do And think so it's the possible. question is, do they continue or do they regress to where they were and right. get lapped by Penn State? And, and, re, and you know, so it's, it's very interesting, the future I, of what Michigan's going to be. I do believe it's possible. I, I, I truly do. I think, especially since the past two years of how Jim Harbaugh has been coaching, I truly do believe it's possible. Will it happen? But I I think it's a, if it happened, I wouldn't be like, holy, Michigan won a championship. You'd be like, okay, finally. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. The TCU thing is kind of coloring some things for me because it's like I think, TCU I think, is the team you should have beat. You should have been, but I think, I, think we, offense, I think we underestimate how good TCU actually is. I didn't. I said TCU could win. Like, uh, Yeah, I, I, but, I, I, I did. I underestimated t- how good TCU was. But the reason why I say it, it has me questioning things is this. TCU is the team you should have beat. I think yeah. Michigan. I do think the country is becoming defense, more parity, though. So there's that as well. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But until it becomes even more parody, I don't know that Michigan beats Alabama. I don't know that they beat Georgia. And I don't think if they would have played a, what would have been a third time, but a second time that they would have beat Ohio State again I, I, with I, a month for I, Ohio State to prepare. Ryan, that one like, I still don't know. I don't know. The Ohio State know. that showed up against Georgia is beating Michigan. Yeah, but I think the Michigan that showed up against Ohio State shows up against Ohio State again. I think I do think I don't think Michigan was up for the task. Like I like they were ready for the game, but they also kind of took TCU a little So I'm gonna tell that. you why I disagree. I I hear you, but I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. I think that Mich it took Ohio State longer to get to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that this is gonna be the case this year, but I think in the playoffs, I think Michigan would have underestimated Ohio State too. The way mm-hmm. that they were talking, the way the things that JJ was saying, because even with the possibility of Ohio State, they're like, yeah, get them. We're gonna own them. I, I, I don't think that 
they would have taken them serious either. And I think, I think Ohio they State would have went out. But they wanted it because they thought it was an easy victory. And I say that because of the things that they were saying in the media and how they were acting about the game. I don't think they beat Ohio State. And that's, but that's also why I think that's why they ended up losing to TCU because they were just so worried about if we get the Ohio State game, if we get the Ohio State game. Okay. I just, yeah, I think that they, whatever was going on in their team this year, they wouldn't have taken a rematch against Ohio State seriously, and they definitely didn't take TCU serious. No, no, they were, so, uh, oops, they were, uh, they were too busy worried about Ohio State, and if they'll yeah. play that rematch, which was funny, because it was like, are you sure Ohio State beats oh, yeah, okay, Georgia? So like, and that's an interesting thing for the future, because... You know, as we'll get into later on, I have a question about their leadership mm-hmm. because they lost, they're losing a lot of their leaders. I put that in my article that dropped. We said that we said that last Sunday year too, though. I I don't think so. I think I I think I did. They they, were they lost their main leader and Aiden Hutchinson. They didn't lose the leadership because they had a lot of older guys in I, general. I, I a lot of those. I do think these past two years, I, yeah, but I think these past two years might still produce a leader to take over the next year. And again, Jim Harbaugh is a great college coach, good NFL coach, great college coach. So I still think there's that factor as well. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I think that college even more than the NFL and the leadership of the team matters. And oh yeah, because we're because yeah, cause I'm not. Young. It, like if JJ is the largest voice in the locker room, I'd be a little concerned. And for the past two years, he wasn't the largest voice in the locker room. So that's, uh, but I mean, they have. I, I don't want to stumble. They got defensive players where I think will they, probably be more of the 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 speakers of I, leadership. Form. I think that they lost all the guys that you're thinking about. But no, I think because they still had just, there was a few young guys on that defense that played with them. Yeah, but I think like you remember sports. How often are your young guys the leaders? It depends. It depends on like I I get what you mean, but I when I say young, like they're about to be juniors type of thing, or they're about. I don't remember. And then I, again, also I don't. I think supporter. they're. I think they're about to be well. junior. I think they're they're players who are about to be juniors who play a lot are on offense. Their defense was old and really young. Like, mm-hmm. they're, one of their best returning players that's coming this year is going to be a Probably sophomore. A sophomore he, was a, yeah. he was a freshman last year that played a lot. Um, either way, that's a conversation like, for, yeah, that's like a that conversation for the offseason where we can actually look at the roster yeah, and get the course, magazines right, right. and that kind of stuff. It's just right, right, right. I didn't like the way the year ended for them and the, the no. way that they talked no. and, and the thing. It just – it gave me it, it's kinda like that wouldn't karma, have, honestly. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened if Aiden Hutchinson was on the team still. Because he Fair. was a stronger leader who was really setting a culture. And also also he would have got like three sacks in the NTC. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, like I don't want to end on a sour note with Michigan. They yeah. thirteen and one, back to back Big Ten champs, beat Ohio State. Made the playoffs big, like big man that's on, a that's a, big a man great, on top right now. That's a great season, and mm-hmm. they're gonna go into the off season with the best should be the best quarterback in the conference, um, the Who's best the running back in the conference, the best coach in the conference, uh, the best offensive line Illinois, in the conference. Illinois might have the best running back in the conference. He's gone. Didn't they? They had a guy under him. 
Blake Corum came back. No, I'm Illinois. They I know, but Blake Corum is better than Illinois' backup. Blake Corum's coming back? Yes. I, we, didn't oh, we talk about this last week? I think we, we did. did. You're, right, was, you're right, you're yeah. right, right. Because we were like, why? Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so yeah, they, they, they have a lot of things going for them going to the offseason. Everything's in front of them. Um, great, great year. Um, ultimately, great year. And uh, Jim Harbaugh turned it around. So yeah. uh, I won't say any of the other things I want to say because those are future-leaning things. Right. I have some concerns about them, but we'll talk about that I have later. concerns for everybody, actually. Yeah, so. my concerns with Michigan are less roster, more Harbaugh and drama mm-hmm. and JJ kind of thing, stuff mm-hmm. that can ruin what – a special team that should be special, but yeah. either way, that's that's a March in in, in July and August conversation. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna wrap up. Um, those those are the the three best teams of the conference, far and away, the three best teams, but three best teams in the conference at, at least in 2022. These are not projections for 2023. We could have all three of them up here next year we could not you'll have to wait till august to find that out but so at least Iowa uh, wins 11 games jesus christ <laughs> but yeah so uh, as always thank you for listening uh we will be back next week uh we will be doing our tier two teams i think the rest of the tiers are gonna slightly surprise you on how they're broken down a little bit uh this was the easy one because they were the only teams that had 10 plus wins and we're clearly the best teams all season so uh thanks for listening as always and we will see you next week